1: Welcome back to Believe in Everything, Ole Miss. I have got a really good one for you guys today. I'm your host, Jordan Dollinger, and today we are talking all about music, game day, and the pride of the South. Make sure that you've hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening from right now so you never miss out on anything Ole Miss. Before we jump into it, here's a quick word from our sponsor, BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds you need this year, and it's the best way to place your bets because it's completely free to sign up. Head over to BetOnline.ag to get started. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts let's jump into it i'm so excited to have here with me today our associate director of bands randy dale who has been an instrumental part in making the pride of the south the ole miss marching band what it is today this band has entertained audiences throughout the south for almost 90 years and randy has been involved in music for almost 20 years now himself starting back in 2001 when he earned his bachelor's degree in music education at ole miss he later went on to work with the Olmis Band as a graduate assistant for one year and earned his master's in music education just a few years later. Thank you again so much for being here. I'd love to know to kick things off. Did you know prior to serving as a grad assistant that you wanted to continue pursuing music professionally or did you realize it through that opportunity?
0: Yeah, I definitely knew that I wanted to continue pursuing music. I didn't know what opportunities would come along. I knew that I had a a long way to go in terms of how to lead people, how to um, make the best out of bad situations sometimes, you know, make music sound good instead of being on the other side of it. Yeah, I knew all along that this is what I wanted to do. I'm extremely grateful for the opportunity to be here.
1: So do you come from a musical family or did you find that music was something you were really passionate about later in life? How did that start for you?
0: No musical history in my family whatsoever. I would say even my experiences didn't come easy. Uh, I had to work to play well as my peers and and to be in in such good ensembles like what we have to offer here at the University of Mississippi. Learning that took a lot of dedication on my part and a lot of patience from people who helped me and, and taught me.
1: The Pride of the South, it's such a huge part of game days and just a massive entity in itself. So how has it been being on this journey and watching the band grow so much? At its largest, enrollment was 315 members back in 2014. So what is the enrollment looking like now? And how do you approach working with a group of students that's this large?
0: Oh uh, Yeah, those are great questions. First of all, I've never felt at home in any job more than I do here. I was involved in this band as a a student and the best memories that I have are from those experiences. The best friends that I've ever made in my life are from those times. And so I'm very much at home here and to be able to be a part of what these great people are doing is a huge honor for me. As far as numbers go, yeah, you know, it's not as easy for us to have a great big band like it is at other institutions in the SEC. So we kind of go up and down. Sometimes that kind of comes and goes as football success does. Sometimes it kind of comes and goes as overall enrollment of the university, you know, fluctuates a little bit. And so after 2014, yes, we did start to lose some of those numbers that you mentioned, but we seem to be on the way back now. We've dipped a little bit under 300 for the past couple of years, but I think we'll be right back at 300 or maybe a little bigger for the 2021 season.
1: Speaking of students, in the past, you've also taught music classes at Ole Miss. So I want to touch on this a little bit. Are these classes for students who are already involved in music in some way, or is it the total opposite?
0: Most of what I teach is geared towards the senior level music major. I teach a class called instrumental arranging. I also teach a percussion methods classes, which basically teaches future band directors how to teach their drummers. Also something that gets a little bit overlooked how do band directors learn those things and how how do they teach at the junior high, high school levels, you know, if their instrument is something else. We offer courses in every instrument of every category to train our future music educators.
1: I recently spoke with the Rebelettes head coach and Rachel talks so highly of you. She mentioned how closely her team works with the band. So tell me a little bit more about that relationship and what teams like the Rebelettes, the Twirlers, Color Guard, what it adds to the band's performance and how you work on bringing all those different parts together into one.
0: Yeah, I think we all come together as what is the most undeniably solid support system for our university. And that is showcased at athletic events, mostly. Uh, Working with the other groups that you mentioned is a lot of fun. We each, you know, obviously have our own thing that the other things really can't do. And sometimes we really can't do without. The visual components that the Rebelettes add, just superb. They do what they do very, very well. They're led very well and they have really good attitudes. All the kids on that squad. They love Ole Miss so much and they love what they're getting to do. The camaraderie that they have with each other is contagious. And the way that they carry themselves, especially when nobody's watching them, when they're not in public, it just just puts off this sense of pride and and true happiness for, for getting to serve the university. And so it all comes together in such a way where you hear it and you see it and you feel it. It's almost impossible to explain people ask what game day is like at will miss it's almost impossible to explain all, all i can say is you have to be here and you have to experience all of it you have to see the grove and you know just everything that comes around it but yes we we all enjoy each other's contributions to to those times
1: there's a lot of moving parts but it like you said it always comes together and it is almost completely indescribable
0: and that's um That comes into play a lot when we're recruiting students you know we we want them to know about game day and the best way to do that is to catch them when they're a sophomore or junior so that we can invite them to a game day with us their senior year because if you just show them a video or just say this is cool or you know try to explain it they're like yeah yeah getting people here to see it is the best way for them to understand how unique we are and why it's special
1: right and the band actually started auditions earlier this year and you're wrapping those up soon so what are some of your hopes for next year what are you looking forward to the most obviously it's such a different time and hopefully things are getting back to normal sooner rather than later but just in terms of how exciting it is to have auditions to bring in new people what are your hopes for through the summer and into next fall
0: uh well you said it the word normal I think is um, kind of on everybody's mind. And if that is is truly what's gonna happen, then it's gonna feel amazing just to kind of get to do what we do again, the way that we do it. And we'll start with a, uh, a big trip to Atlanta to support Ole Miss in the um, Chick-fil-A game against Louisville. Just to be a part of traveling again, um supporting the team playing in big arenas having our band together again it's going to be going to be incredible certainly not just for for me but our students who are here for that you know that experience is is why they're here and it's why they come back and so normal in short is what i'm most excited about
1: it seems like such a simple word but it's everyone's go-to word just just normal
0: you know, it wouldn't have seemed so weird if this whole thing had been a few weeks or a month, you know, even a couple of months, but here we are a year later and uh, normal is, is a huge word.
1: Definitely a huge word and definitely something that we are all looking forward to. I'm sure, especially in your position, what you guys do is can be very difficult. So having that normalcy back will make it a little bit easier. I want to ask to the Pride of the South. The band has been part of some really cool events. You mentioned you guys are traveling to Atlanta. One of the biggest events that I remember is you guys took part in the Parade of Characters at Walt Disney World back in 2016. So what are some of your favorite events? That the band has been a part of, that you've been a part of over your time at Ole Miss.
0: Every game day at home, every game day at Ole Miss is like I'm experiencing it all over again for the very first time. It's a it's a truly unique and special time. Um, but I I have some things that that really stick out: beating Alabama at home in 2014, and us just playing and playing and playing until the field started to clear out what seemed like an hour later it was a great moment beating Alabama in 2015 in Tuscaloosa and just playing and playing and playing until the Alabama people came up and asked me to remove the band from Bryant-Denny stadium. No. Uh, yeah, they did. Uh, very similar when we beat Texas at Texas in 2013. Uh, nothing is as good as um, the memories from the twenty sixteen Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. Just a, a fantastic trip that was. Our our kids had a blast, and obviously a big win. Basketball winning the SEC championship in Nashville in twenty thirteen. Uh, I could just I could go on and on about sporting events, but those those are the ones that really stick out.
1: Oh, for sure. Twenty thirteen was my first year of school. So I didn't make it to any of those that you mentioned, but both Alabama games, Sugar Bowl, I was there for all of those, those memories, they stick with you. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So today, the symphonic band and the concert band is performing live in the Ford Center. Tomorrow, the wind ensemble will be live in the Ford Center. What have you been doing to prepare for this? Has it been extra challenging with all of the restrictions? And do you ever get used to putting together these performances or is it a new experience each and every time?
0: Um, I'll answer the second part of that first. Yeah, of course, we get used to it. Uh, it's what we do in our students. It's what they do. You know, we, we know how to do this and we're, we're very good at becoming performance ready. We have very high standards for our concert ensembles and, you know, we, we will always play the, the kind of music that they are able to play. And this year has been uh, no exception to that. But like you mentioned, the challenges that we've faced due to the COVID 19 protocols have certainly been um, a factor. We're able to practice for 30 minutes at a time in a room before we have to clear the space. Indoors, we, we have to play with a mask on. The students play their instrument through a hole in the mask. We also have to make sure that our spacing is consistent at six feet apart at all times. And there are some other little things, but those definitely factor into what we're able to do. But the students have really, really responded to instruction, and they know that it's just different this year, instead of just getting to practice, 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 practice. Sometimes they'll get an email with a list full of notes and they know that on their own, they have to make specific corrections to what they're doing. And so, you know, we're just learning a lot about different ways to, to go about making it all work. And, um, we're very excited about what we're going to be able to do.
1: Well, I'm very excited. I'm sure that it's going to be fantastic as is everything that you guys do.
0: Thank you, we are too. Of
1: course. So very last thing that I like to do with my guests is a quick game of rapid fire questions. So there are no wrong answers. Whatever pops into your mind, just share it with us. Rebel March, Alma mater, or I saw the light. Which one's your favorite? Rebel March. What is your biggest strength?
0: My biggest strength? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a really good Madden player on Xbox well so, look
1: at that
0: yeah so well, anybody who wants to bring it on can bring it on
1: hit him up let's go <laughs> are you an early bird or a night owl
0: neither somewhere in between
1: who should play you in a movie about your life
0: brad pitt tom cruise I, don't know. I like it yeah. just
1: aim go straight to the top yeah what is one word to describe your job
0: exhilarating
1: what is one word to describe the band phenomenal you did so good at all of those questions you knocked it out of the park thank you so much for joining me giving me the inside scoop thank
0: you (laughs) thank you very much
1: now that I've talked with Randy Dale I'm really excited to be joined by two new guests who are part of the Ole Miss band in a very unique way feature twirlers Alexa Tamberlin and Sydney Spencer welcome to believe in everything Ole Miss guys
2: Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you.
1: Of course. A lot of people see you ladies on the field on game days, but most people don't know just how unique what you're doing is and that twirlers at Ole Miss over the years have competed and performed at some of the very highest levels, making them some of the very best in the country. So first things first, how does one get started in twirling? How do you explain it to other people who aren't familiar with it all? And how did you guys end up? at
2: Ole Miss, let's start with Alexa. So I started twirling when I was three years old and I started because my mom was a former twirler. She loved it, so she threw me in. So there's so many different avenues you could go to start twirling. So I didn't start until I was 12 years old and I'm from Pennsylvania. So I saw the
3: feature twirler at Penn State. She looked like she was having so much fun on the field. And actually I started taking lessons from her. So I had a very different experience of starting, so it kind of can go either way.
1: So Alexa, you started when you were three. Sydney, you started when you were 12. How do you end up at Ole Miss? Did you always want to go to Ole Miss, or did you find Ole Miss through this
2: passion of yours of twirling? At Nationals, it's held at Notre Dame University every year, and I've gone there since I was four years old. College night at Nationals is one of the biggest nights that they have. I would stay and watch everyone compete and just look at all the college future twirlers. And I knew that that's what I wanted to be able to do. one day. the stadium was full at Notre Dame. It was so much fun. There's so much energy in that stadium. I was, I knew that's what I wanted to do. I've had my eye on Ole Miss my whole life. I never knew I would actually end up here. And once I came to Ole Miss and found out I had gotten the spot, I turned down the other auditions that I had and signed to come here. That is awesome. So, Sydney, did you ever go to competitions similar like this? I know you
1: started a little bit later, but is that how you kind of found Ole Miss, or was there a different route that you took to end up here?
3: Yeah, so I also went to Nationals in Notre Dame, and college twirling was always my end goal. It's what I wanted to achieve. But there was actually a feature twirler before me who was also from Pennsylvania who came to Ole Miss, and I really looked up to her early in my twirling career. So her coming here kind of inspired me one day to want to come here. Once I applied here, they, once you come into Oxford and you get on campus, you just kind of fall in love with the campus. And then I was also chasing the SEC experience. So everything just kind of fell into place here.
1: So. What you guys bring on game day for on-field performances is very exciting, but you're also involved in parades and other events outside of what you do for pregame and halftime shows. So I want to know what is your favorite part of game day and how does this differ from how you prepare for other events versus how you prepare for game day? So Alexa, let's start with you.
2: Game day is a completely different experience than a competition. At game day, you get this adrenaline rush. There's student section, all the fans and the SEC being such a big thing. I never grew up with big college football fans like that. So it was super awesome. And I'll never forget my first game day experience. Being on the field, I was so nervous right before. But once you start, it's so weird. I, I'm a, My major is graphic design. And I actually Photoshopped this. to kind of emulate how I felt on game day and it's me surrounded by like all the chaotic fans and all these different crazy things that happen on game day the canon but then there's me and like I'm in these clouds it's such a crazy energy but at the same time I feel so peaceful out there and I'm just doing what I love and it's a feeling that you cannot replicate. Sydney let's jump
1: it over to you is that the same way that you feel on game day's is the way that you approach getting ready for a game day the same as you approached other events that you guys do? Is it kind of all the same
3: or is it a little different? So I haven't had an actual game day yet. Pre-COVID, I haven't got to experience the Grove or anything. So I still have a lot to look forward to. And I got to do a band night this year where we finally went on the field. And the first time I heard the band all together, because we had been split up for COVID. So it was half and half. So we didn't have too many people in one space. But hearing the band all together is just a crazy feeling for twirling. So twirling is really different in the football perspective than it is competition, because competition, you're really worried about technique. You're really worried about all these little details that we care about in the twirling world. Whereas football games, you're more you want to be fun. You want to do high tosses. And it's a very different trick experience because you want to do high tricks that people love seeing us do walkovers and different kind of tricks compared to the competitive atmosphere.
1: So I know, Alexa, you said that you don't get nervous so much on game day. But do you also not get nervous on the competition side of things? Are you just like a superhuman over there? Or do you ever get nervous? Are you just floating through the twirling world on clouds just 24 seven?
2: I wish I was on clouds 24 seven. But no, I do get nervous. And it used to really affect me a lot when I was younger. But I've really trained myself under that pressure and practice. So I'm used to what it feels like when I go on the competition floor. And I have those little things that I do right before I go on. Like I'll start with my opening section of my routine. I'll just do that like five times right before I go on to just get my head and gear and ready to go sort of like superstitious things. You know, I wipe my feet, do all those little actions but I've really learned how to use my nerves as adrenaline and focus more on enjoying my time and enjoying the performance on the competition floor because that makes it a lot easier for me when I view it as a performance aspect twirling has been a big part of my life I've spent at least three hours at the gym every day growing up I'm doing what I love and honestly in the long run As long as I'm continuously doing what I love to do, it doesn't matter in the end how I place. A gold medal or a first place is ideal, but if it doesn't happen, that just means I need to work harder. Jumping back a little bit to
1: what Sydney said about the band, I want to know what has it been like doing what you guys do from the stands this year versus the field? I imagine pretty difficult at times. I want to start with Sydney, since you haven't actually experienced the full on-field thing yet. What are you most looking forward to this upcoming fall?
3: I have always wanted to do pregame. That is my absolute favorite part of any football game. I'm always there 30 minutes early waiting. So that's what I'm most looking forward to this year. It was definitely a struggle adapting to twirling in the bleachers, as you can imagine, because we're tossing up and down and you have to be cautious of the people around you but I'm so grateful for the opportunities we did get this year because I know a lot of other colleges their twirlers didn't have the opportunities we did but I'm very excited for what's to come.
1: Alexa you've obviously been on the field you've been in the stands so how have you guys overcome those challenges this year remembering that you guys still have to do what you guys do on the field but just in a different location?
2: There were drastic changes both in practice and on game day. But we, us the twirlers, we still went to every single practice every day. And we just sort of choreographed and figured out what we would do in the stands we have very small space to work with. And usually we have the entire field. We run like through the band and things like that. But everyone is still obviously in the stands. We're also six feet apart. So we did have some room. But that's another thing. I mean, still the band is still one and everyone's playing together. We're all listening to the same music and feeling the same energy. So even though there was a lot of physical changes, I feel like mentally and emotionally, we're all there. And Mr. Dale did a great job keeping the energy up during practice. And He's really uplifting, you know, motivating, telling us we're always doing a great job with the circumstances and things like that. And he did an awesome job with game day and everything and keeping things organized with all the COVID guidelines. But it, it was very different from last year. I'm so excited for Sydney to experience an actual game day. It's a lot different. And this year was super fun. And I'm so thankful that we still had the opportunity to perform and be in the games. What
1: you guys do is extremely important to the whole atmosphere. I know that it's a big part of the band and their performance. And I want to know... Generally speaking, twirling is probably a very small team, no matter what college or university you go to. So what does that feel like knowing that you guys are part of such a very, very small select group of women who can do what you guys do at Ole Miss, you are two of three twirlers. So is it a lot of pressure to make sure that you are on point so much more than maybe the other teams or groups that have dozens and dozens of students or the band that has hundreds of students? If it's just you guys, it's very small. So is that an extra layer of pressure? Or do you feel like it is something that propels you even further? Since there are so few of you, you always have to be on point.
2: There definitely is some pressure that comes along with the position because there is only three of us. When I look back at it, I'm the person that my younger self would look up to, which is so, it's still so weird to me, like that there was, there's girls like me in the sand saying, oh, that's what I want to do. So it is nerve wracking, but this was what our end goal, this is what we wanted to do. So even though there is so much pressure, we made it, both of us made it and We're having the time of our lives performing.
1: Jumping back to kind of what you just mentioned, what is your advice to anyone who wants to get involved with twirling but doesn't know how or where to start? Maybe some girls want to get into it when they're a little bit older, but they feel like they had to have maybe started when they were really young or someone who has been doing it for a really long time. And they're not sure if they want to continue it, you know, on into their collegiate career. What is the advice that you would give to some of those younger girls
2: who want to be in your position one day? Cindy started when she was 12. I started when I was three. So that really goes to show that you can start at any age. It's a matter of, how much time and effort you put into baton twirling. You learn so many lessons, and there's things you have to sacrifice in order to be good and become successful at something. That was really hard for me to realize when I was younger, twirling in middle school and high school. I was missing out on certain school events or birthday parties, hanging out with my friends, because I had to be in the gym practicing. It was really, really hard sometimes. But the things that I accomplished really just proved to me that it was all worth it. And I've learned so much from twirling. I don't regret one thing. I've traveled to Norway, Peru, Iceland, all because of twirling. And I'm now at a school that I never would have attended without starting baton twirling and working hard.
3: I would say twirl. Okay, so twirling has given me one of the most amazing support systems. The girls that I've got to meet from it, the friends I've made all across the country, it's just a really amazing experience. And it gave me coaches who I talk to all the time, whether it's twirling related, they're always right there asking, making sure I'm okay. But it really you can start at any age. I know when you're older, it's kind of scary to start. When I was 12, I was really nervous because I was like, You're starting behind everybody. So I had to work just as hard to get where I wanted to be. But it is all worth it. Like Alexa said, you miss some stuff growing up. But at the end, it's all worth it. The amazing people that just back you up with twirling, you always kind of have them on your side. So in the end, it's definitely all worth it.
1: I want to know what your hopes are. Obviously, moving into this summer and this fall, there's a lot up in the air. No one really knows what is going to happen. Mr. Dale had said that he's just craving some normalcy, hopes that the band can get back on the field, that game days can kind of return to normal. I'm sure that
2: is the same with you guys. Definitely anything close to normal that we can get would be great. (laughs) Of course, I want to be on the field, but I want Cindy to experience it because we had a great season, but it's totally different when you actually get on the field. But we have some competitions coming up this next month that we'll be traveling to. So we have Mississippi State's and we have the Southern Regionals. So hopefully we can pull in some hardware there and do our, a good job. Also, we have Nationals coming up this July. We're not sure if it's going to happen, but that's definitely a hope. So we can compete in the collegiate night that I was talking about earlier I've competed in it once because when I graduated and when I got accepted into Ole Miss and I received the position before I actually started school, since nationals is in July, I got to compete at the collegiate night. So that was super fun. And that experience is so crazy. The crowd is insane. And I hope for Sydney to be able to do it too.
3: I'm just looking forward to hopefully getting on the field. Like Alexa said, we have a lot of competitions coming up and one of our nationals just got confirmed this week. So I'm excited to finally get to do a collegiate routine and represent Ole Miss.
1: The last little thing that we're going to do is a fun little game of rapid fire. So this is what we're going to do. there are no wrong answers, whatever pops into your mind first, you're going to throw it out there. Are you guys ready?
2: We'll find out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Alexa. Who should play you in a movie about your life?
2: That's a really good question. I, to be honest, I couldn't even, yeah. Maybe maybe
1: if you don't know someone who should play you, if there was going to be a movie about your life, would it be a romantic comedy? Would it be a drama? Would it be a thriller movie? If they were going to make one about your life, what kind of genre?
2: I honestly would more of want sort of a, not a reality TV show, but just someone I, me and Cindy talked about this the other night. I wish I had a camera embedded right in my forehead because the things that happen to me are just so crazy. And like, I get myself into these weird, funny situations. And I just wish I had my life on video or a cameraman following me around because a couple of weeks ago, we went to Pennsylvania to meet with a coach and have practice and we missed our flight. So then we had to run around figure out how to book another one I got my computer I was booked us another flight and then we get to the to security and I hand him my ID he was acting all weird like it wasn't real or something and I I didn't know what to do I was like this is my actual ID and he had to s- scan it under this special thing and see my boarding pass and then Sydney put her her luggage through security And it got pulled to the side because she had mace in her bag and tried to take that onto the plane so then we had the officer had to talk to us about that and i was like sir we've had a very rough day i was like i promise we are not criminals we're just trying to get to practice in pennsylvania sydney do you have anyone off
3: the top of your head who would play you definitely jennifer aniston um, I absolutely love Friends. I have watched it through like five times and it never gets old. So if anybody was ever to play me, it better just be Jennifer Aniston.
1: Alexa, are you an early bird or a night owl?
2: 100% night owl. I don't sleep at all. At all. I will be up for days. Sydney, what about you?
3: I definitely am an early bird. My roommate hates me for it because I'm always up at like 6 a.m. starting But I just really like to get my stuff done in the morning. That way I have the afternoon to just kind of catch up to what I was doing and go to the gym and practice.
1: Alexa, what is one word to describe
2: your teammates? I think outgoing is a super good word to describe all of us. Because when I tell you we would break it down in the stands, we were breaking it down. We were going crazy dancing and we did that. We had more opportunities to do it this season because we were in the stands for a while.
1: What is your favorite thing about being part of the band and being a part of Ole Miss athletics in general?
3: I think anybody can say that just being able to represent our school in our sport I think is just a really exciting thing to get to do and just inspire other twirlers who were in our places four years ago to come to Ole Miss and have a good time I think it's just a great experience.
2: I totally agree with Cindy, but one thing that I love about Ole Miss is the band has this sort of energy to it and every time I go to practice I'm literally just walking onto a grass field and I get so hyped for some reason I love going to band practice it's like we're all one big family and Mr. Dale is our our dad sitting up on that podium <laughs> We're honestly one big family and everyone's super excited to be there. And we're all there for the same reason. So I'm super thankful to be a part of the Pride of the South.
1: You crushed the rapid fire. It was so good. Thank you so much for sharing. So if anyone listening, if you guys want to keep up with Alexa and Sydney, check them out on Instagram at Ole Miss Featured Twirlers. They're also often featured on the Twirlers only Instagram. So check that out also. And thank you again to Randy Dale and Alexa and Sydney for joining me today. I appreciate it so much, guys. Thank Thank you. you so much. All right, guys, that is a wrap for me again this week. Thanks so much for being here and check back next week for more Ole Miss news that you don't want to miss. Until then, Hottie totty.
3: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.